Welcome to the latest episode of the ORX Operational Risk Podcast. My name is Steve Bishop and I'm the Research and Information Director at ORX. Today I'm joined by my colleague, Matt Glinster, who is the Head of Risk Management. Hi, Steve. In this episode, we'll be discussing some of the key findings and outcomes from our November Top Risk Review. Since 2020, we've been running regular temperature checks on the material operational and non-financial risks that we see in the financial services sector. And we've recently completed our second and final study of 2023. Using the ORX reference risk taxonomy, our top risk review captures personal views on the risks and drivers of most significant concern at that moment in time. We asked participants to score all 16 of the risks and using these scores, a ranking is produced. In this study, we've had over 120 individuals from 70 leading banks and insurers across the world provide their input. Uh, And I'm going to hand over to Matt and he's going to give us uh, the headlines that we've seen in this latest review. Thanks very much, Steve. So as Steve's mentioned, our top risk review provides regular up-to-date reviews of the most significant risks and concerns facing the industry. In terms of our top risk ranking, we've seen the same risks make up our top four now since May 2022, which in other words means in all of our last four reviews. And these top risks are information security, which includes cyber, third party, technology, and data management in that order. And it's worth pointing out that top risk, which is information security, including cyber, remains ahead of all other risks by quite a significant margin. External fraud risk has also been climbing the rankings in the last year and is now the fifth highest ranked risk, which has replaced regulatory compliance. Participants in the study have consistently called out both the frequency and sophistication of external fraud and scam threats, in particular those targeting customers and clients. Malicious use of AI and automation are also lowering barriers to entry, which makes fraudulent activity more and more accessible to would-be perpetrators. Participants in our study also noticed that continued economic uncertainty is driving an increased number of threat actors. I'm going to butt in there, Matt, actually, if that's all right, because another interesting point on the rankings was that typically we see quite a lot of variation in the top five when we break the results down by industry and region. But this time there was real consensus across the sectors, and that's including both banking and insurance and the regions that, that our members operate in. And that's in that we saw the top three risks being information security, third party and technology risk in, in each. And I think, you know, as we touched on the beginning, we've been running this study over the last sort of three, four years, and that's quite unique. And I think it probably shows those organisations on similar similar journeys in terms of digitalization. And I think it shows them all taking account of the same external threats as, as well. But that, that's me butting in. Apologies, Matt. I'll hand back to you to, to carry on. Thanks very much, Steve. Um, So what we'll do now is we'll just go into a little bit more detail on uh, some of the themes that we've observed and called out in our most recent report. So as I mentioned earlier, uh, third-party risk is the second highest ranked risk. Third-party concerns are are continuing to feature as drivers across a range of different risks, which include cyber, fraud, data management, and business continuity. What we've seen in previous surveys, these have referenced growing reliance on third parties and outsourcing, but these challenges are still very much around. And as a result, there's a sense now that the risks associated with third parties are actually considered a potential vulnerability in what are otherwise increasingly robust control environments. 
Another central theme from the report that I'd like to highlight is around artificial intelligence. As Steve mentioned just a moment ago, digitalization and digital change have been central themes over the last few years, and they continue to drive and influence developments in the material risk landscape. So for this latest survey, we asked some additional questions on how risks associated with the rapid ongoing development and adoption of AI are impacting on firms' material risks. Participants listed quite a wide range of AI-related concerns and the potential challenges related to cybersecurity, fraud, compliance, model and pupil risks. Some of these included the use of AI to develop cybercrime methodologies, biased and unethical decision-making by AI models, or automation and the challenges around AI model validation. In terms of which of those material risks we expect to be most adversely impacted by the adoption of AI, participants most frequently called out information security, which again includes cyber risk, data management, and external fraud risks. We've included much more detail on this in our report, and we've also just published a short blog piece on our website that looks at AI-related risks concerned to those called out in this study. That's all from me on the headlines and key findings. But Steve, was there anything else you wanted to call out? Um, thanks, Matt. Yeah, there are there are a couple of things I was going to add on, if that's all right. I think the first of those comes back to a point we've covered in previous top risk reviews and, and also in our studies on emerging risks. And I think that's the point that the risks have become incredibly interconnected and difficult to separate or assess in, in isolation. And I think that's why when we look at the top risk ranking, it's really important that people sort of delve into the drivers and, and the sort of commentary we provide around those. I'm going to focus a little bit on people and regulatory compliance risks. We've seen both of those being the top five over the last couple of years, but they're now ranking lower than in the past. And that's not necessarily because they're not important or we've seen perhaps dramatic reductions in those areas. I'll look at people to start with. While some of the very specific people-related recruitment and resource challenges that have been called out do appear to be easing in some regions, they still are very much concerns across the people risk profile. And people drivers continues to feature prominently as we read through the commentary provided by the participants. Things such as shortages of, of SMEs in the workforce, cultural challenges that exist as a result of high attrition and turnover, and hybrid working are all examples of sort of people drivers we frequently see that sit behind a good number of the other risks. Um, as for, for regulatory compliance, clearly a significant priority given the potential implications of non-compliance. Uh, and I think also the time and resources that are dedicated to compliance exercises. In fact, sometimes they even cause concern that other risk management activities may not be receiving the sufficient attention. And I think we've seen significant volumes of regulation in the operational non-financial risk space, whether that be around resilience, climate, cyber, the sort of third party oversight requirements, etc. And I think people are really asking themselves the question about, are we focusing on and understanding all of our, our top risks? The other point that I wanted to make is around geopolitical risks. We ran this latest survey throughout September and into early October. But in the short time that's passed since then, we've seen sort of material geopolitical developments taking place. These aren't therefore necessarily reflected in the survey results, but we have made a point of highlighting geopolitical uncertainty as a topic for consideration in our next review. And it'll be interesting to see how that comes up in our sort of emerging risk horizon study that we're just kicking off at the moment. 
And I think we also wanted to say in terms of geopolitical risk that the uncertainty it creates and the potential impact on risk profiles is very prominent. It's not going to be something that goes away. And I think we've heard over recent years, organisations really thinking about how they take geopolitical considerations into their risk profile. So I'm going to wrap up today's podcast, if that's right with you, Matt. This is the last podcast of 2023. So I also wanted to take the opportunity today to highlight some of our key priorities for the next year. Hopefully you'll be pleased to hear that we'll continue our focus on the risk landscape and the risk horizon study where we look at emerging risk. That launches shortly, so members are allowed to participate in that. They'll be getting involved in that from this month onwards, and we'll look to publish the results of that in Q1 2024. We'll also run two top risk surveys in each half of the year next year. And as part of our activities, we'll also keep a focus on some of the key topics that we're seeing from these top risk reviews, particularly around AI. So in our ORX scenarios program, they're going to be developing a handbook on on AI scenarios next year. We're going to take a look at third party risk management. We'll also be maintaining a focus on cyber throughout the year through our ORX cyber service. All the latest events on these topics will, of course, be published in ORX News We have other headline activities next year as well. Um, They're going to include work on the the vision for operational non-financial risk. So we'll be examining future strategic priorities for the discipline. And that'll be run by interviewing operational non-financial risk leaders and chief risk officers. We continue our focus on standards. So we're going to be developing a key process and critical service library through next year. And we'll also be continuing our programs looking at risk practice, resilience, data and analytics, as well as having a full program of in-person events next year. So we'll be publishing more information on all of that in January. So thank you for listening. As I said, the Top Risk Review is available to all ORX members on our website, and that's at www.orx.org. It's also available to non-members to purchase, and you can find out more by also visiting uh, the website I've just given. You can find this free podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Simply search the ORX Operational Risk Podcast to find us. And don't forget to subscribe so you uh, never miss an episode, and I'm sure you'll never want to do that. And then I hope you can join us in January for the ORX News Top 5 Largest Losses of 2023. And finally, I'd like to thank Matt. Thanks very much, Steve. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you but also wish you all a lovely festive season and a happy new year. Speak to you next year. Thank you for listening.